Has your home ever felt like chaotic, right? Our home is supposed to be this place of peace. Where we go to kind of relax. Um, but have you ever been in, in a place where like your home was the last place you wanted to be because it was just very chaotic? There was a lot of maybe conflict or just didn't feel calm and peaceful. Well, today we are going to talk about praying scripture over your house because in those seasons where my house has felt kind of cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, um, this has been a great help in kind of resetting the atmosphere and inviting the Holy Spirit to come in. Welcome to the Hope for the Weary Christian Woman podcast, the go-to podcast for the Christian woman walking through suffering and hard times. I am so glad that you're here. Do you want a relationship with God that's deep, real, and intimate? Do you wish that you could fully trust God's plans and process and rely on Him through all things and believe all of His promises? Well, take a deep breath. I got you. This is a show for the Christian woman who is struggling to trust God fully because life is so stinking hard. And maybe like me, you felt like there's no hope, no way out, and no point in even praying about it anymore. I want you to know that as long as God is on the throne, it's not time to throw in the towel. You can find strength, peace, and hope in a closer relationship with God when everything in your life seems to be going wrong. How do I know that? Because I've done it. Hey there, I am Latoya Edwards. I am your Christian spiritual growth mindset and life coach and a proud single mom of four boys. And over the last two decades, I have walked through more suffering and trials than I could ever tell you. In fact, there was a time when I was sure that God had forgotten all about me. He didn't. I was just weary from all the hard stuff. But I've come through it all with a fearless faith and a closer relationship with Him. And if that sounds like something you need to, you are in the right place. I can't wait to help you find renewed faith, a peace-filled mind, and restored hope. Let's get started. So I am really curious if anybody else grew up in a home where your mom or your dad would routinely go through and like bless the house or pray through the house. Um, I did. My mom was like a praying woman. She still is. Um, but I have many, many memories of moving to a new place because I was an army brat. So moving to a new home and my mom, like before we even moved to such a furniture in, would go in and pray through the entire house or she would have like the church would come over um, and part of kind of welcome to the area. They would come in and, and bless the house and pray through the house and anoint the walls and the doors and all these things. And I, um, I didn't really get that as a kid. I just thought, okay, my mom's just doing her pray through the, the house thing or whatever. Um, but I remember my mom telling me one time, she's like, you know what? You never know what kind of spirits and demons people that lived here were messing with. So I'm not messing with any of that. We're going to kick them out. Okay. I mean, she prayed over my cars, my dorm room, like anything and everything. She would um, pray over it. I kid you not. Now, when I got to be in like my mid 20s, she was like, okay, you need to start praying um, over your own stuff. Um, and it took me a while, but I finally found um, kind of the courage and the nerve to begin to pray through my home, not just when I moved into a new place, but any time that I felt like we really needed more Holy Spirit flowing through our home for various reasons. Okay. So I, you know, single mom, I've been married and divorced 
a whole bunch of times. And so there have been seasons where like our home really was chaotic. Um, you know, we were in abusive situations, so it wasn't safe. Or my kids were just like losing their ever loving minds. Like they're screaming, they're always arguing, or there's just something going on where I was like, you know what? Like I just, something needs to change. And I have learned to kind of take that nudge as an invitation to just pray over my home because like you're not going to go wrong when you pray. This is one of the reasons why you should pray over over your home, over your house is because I think it's like it's a really one, it's a really great example that you set for your kids. Like what did I just say? Like where did I learn this? Where was I learned it from my mom because she did it all the time and now it's become something that I do um you know in my own home. Um, if I hadn't seen my mom doing that, I probably would not have decided on my own one day, hmm, I should go through my house and pray, right? It's just something that wouldn't have occurred to me if I hadn't seen it firsthand, right? The other reason is um, because like spiritual warfare is real and it's already happening in your home and in the lives of your family. It just is like we don't have this option to kind of opt out of spiritual warfare like as Christians, like if you are a praying wife and a mom, a praying grandma, like you got a target on your back, your kids have targets on their back. And like, we've got to get comfortable and confident with engaging in that through prayer. Okay. Because sometimes like, and we don't realize this, but often like the mood in your home, it reflects a spiritual battle that's going on. At least that's been true for me and my home. Like I kid you not, like I, there was a real season where my kids, it was World War Three every day, all day, right? Or uh, another example is like that everybody lose their mind. There's lots of fights on Sunday when you're trying to get ready to get out the door to go to church. Spiritual warfare, all right? And we know that the Bible is super clear that we're supposed to keep God's word front and center in our homes, in the lives of our children and our family members. And so we've got to start building like everything that we do on that foundation and praying over your house, like in every room of your house is so, so great. It's a great way to do that. Okay. So how do we do this? So I'm going to tell you, it's really, really simple. Um, but the first step that I want to encourage you to do when you're going to pray over your house is to prepare. Okay. Look in the Old Testament. Anytime that we saw people preparing for battle or preparing for something big, there was always like a time of like prayer and fasting and worship because like they knew that they needed to be spiritually strong to take on whatever was coming their way. And so do we, okay? We need to armor up. We need to put in our full armor of God before we begin to engage with the enemy in this manner, okay? You're also going to want to gather some supplies. What kind of supplies, Latoya? Well, simple as well. I like to play worship music when I'm going through um, my house to pray. Um, just kind of helps set the tone of the atmosphere. Um, and if you get bored or tired or distracted, you can kind of pause and just like take a praise break and sing and worship God um, and then go back to it. I also like to have a Bible close by so that I can look up different verses to pray. Um, and I have a bottle of anointing oil. Um, Pentecostal here, but I have a bottle of anointing oil and I will take that with me. So I have worship music going. I have my Bible with me so I can have verses and I have my oil and then I um, am ready to get started. And so I will anoint myself and pray over myself. Um, and I will, like my mother before me, I will go around and anoint doorways and windows. Um, and I anoint stuff. So I 
Don't tell my teenagers this. But I like I anoint their headboards, I anoint the insides of their shoes, I anoint their clothes, and I have even been known to like go in and like put oils on my boys if they're sleeping while I'm doing this, okay? Because I am like, God, I need you to keep their feet from going where they should not go. I need you to keep their whole selves from going where they should not go. And like, I'm gonna anoint their shoes and I'm gonna anoint their clothes as a representation of the Holy Spirit. Now listen, I know that the oil doesn't do anything, it's not magic, but it is a symbol of kind of God's spirit. And so that's why I do that. I'm not completely loony, y'all, I promise. Um, I also will take time to just look at what's in the house, especially for my kids, um, and like see if there's something in there that is not honoring to God. And like this can sneak in in all kinds of ways. My One of my boys loves to read. And I mean, he will read and read and read and read and read. And he loves fantasy. And one time I went in his room and I found a book series that he was reading. And when I opened it up and looked through it, I was like, okay, this is not something that you should be reading, right? And it wasn't like he was intentionally going out for it, but it's there. So you never know what's there that you may need to get away, get rid of. Now, listen, do not go remove like your husband's stuff, right? Or another grown up person's stuff without permission. But if you see something that you're concerned about, like just talk with whoever it is about it, about what your concern is um, and talk to them about what you might want to do with it, okay? Now, I also like to pray when no one is home. Um, it's just, there's fewer distractions. Like I don't feel like I'm getting in their way, um, but that doesn't often happen because you know, I got four kids. So when you wanna start praying over every single room in your house, just keep it simple. Just walk from room to room and pray, okay? That's it. You're going to go from room to room and pray. I usually will sit in the middle of the room or kind of walk back and forth while I pray um, and talk to God. Okay. And I have gotten to the point, I'm going to share this kind of trip with you where um, like I have specific things that I'm praying in each location of my house. I'll share that with you in a moment. Um, but also I, I want my boys, again, to have that example of seeing mom and hearing mom pray. So I will pray while I clean and do chores. Like it's it is not unusual for me to be prepping dinner or cleaning up in the kitchen and there's worship music going and I'm talking to God or there's scripture going, right? And I'm listening and doing that thing. So um, that's a great example to set. And sometimes I will invite my boys to sit and pray with me, especially when there's a lot of arguing going on. We will stop and just have a moment where we're gonna talk to God about what's going on. All right, so where are you gonna pray? Well, Pray over your entryway, okay? It's a great place to start. Um, I like to pray specifically for provision and protection um, and just that we'll walk in faith. So like when I am praying for my entryway, like I'm imagining Gandalf from Lord of the Rings, you shall not pass, okay? Like that's it. Like your your entryway, your front door is the entryway to your home, um, like physically, spiritually, like all those things. And so I like to kind of, put things on notice that this house belongs to God <laughs> and they need to, you know, act accordingly. Um, I also praying in your kitchen and your pantry. Um, listen, every time that I go in my pantry, like I am just like thanking God for provision because knowing that I have enough food to take care of us, like it really warms my heart. And it's something that I am so grateful to God for his faithfulness in. And so I will often be praying for just praise and thanks for provision in my kitchen, in my pantry, okay? And then bedrooms. So most of my prayer time is spent in my boy's bedroom because my kids spend most of their time in their bedroom. And I wanna make sure that that place is saturated with prayer. 
saturated. Okay. And so I do have some like general prayers that I will do. Um, you know, I pray for peace. I pray for unity. Um, I pray for character things, but I also have like specific things for each individual boy that I will pray. And when I do this, I will usually sit on their bed and pray specifically, like if, as if they were laying in bed, I will pray specifically over them. Now, if it's nighttime and I'm doing it, then I'm actually praying over them because they're asleep. Great way to pray for your teens. Go in their room while they're sleeping. Then they can't um, grumble and complain. All right. And so if you... um like, you know, your kids. And so you know what they need um, and how to pray for them. You know, I've got uh, one little one that really has nightmares lately. And so like, I'm praying for him to have just peaceful night sleep and for rest, right? If I've got a boy that's giving me attitude all the time, then I'm going to be praying some James scriptures over over his bed. Um, same thing works if you're married, right? Pray for your marriage when you get to your own room. Stand on your husband's side of the bed and pray things specifically for him and for your relationship. And don't forget to pray for yourself when you get to your side of the bed or your room, okay? You are important too. Um, the dining room is a place to pray. And when I think of dining room, I think of hospitality. And so I really pray just about um, opportunities to serve and host, which is not my strength, y'all. I don't want people in my space. Um, but also sometimes I just pray that we can have a peaceful meal, that we can go through our dinner or our lunch or whatever without somebody bickering or like throwing food. Um, keep in mind, it doesn't have to be super deep and like super spiritual all the time. Sometimes you're just praying really practical things. Uh, so let's see, what's another, the bathroom. Okay. The bathroom is a place that you can pray for whatever. Um, I go in there and I, um, usually start with a prayer that my boys will perfect their aim, um, and learn how to clean the toilets better. (laughs) Um, or that my teenagers will find the soap and deodorant routinely. Remember, It doesn't have to be super spiritual, but yes, but it's also a place where I just will pray generally for them to have a clean heart, right? Because when we go to the bathroom, we think of, you know, being clean and that's something that's great to pray for. Uh, Your laundry room. Laundry is not my favorite thing to do. Y'all, I delegate it to my kids as soon as they can reach the knobs, (laughs) but um, it is still a great place to pray. Um, And I usually start with praying for myself to have a good attitude. (laughs) because I don't like laundry. Um, But it's also a great time to pray for people, uh, you know, for the person whose laundry that you're folding or putting away. Take some time and pray for them. Living room and family room. Oh my goodness. I don't know about your home, but my living room is a place full of fun, laughter, and mischief, okay? We have a lot of fun in the living room, but there's also a lot of fighting that goes on. And so I like to focus on prayers for peace. And I also like to focus on, prayers for discernment and protection because the living room is where our screens are, right? It's where our TV is. It's where my boys sit if they want to play video games or if my older ones want to be on their their laptops. And y'all, there's so many things they can get into on those screens. And I like to pray that they will learn to make wise choices um, when it comes to the things that they're putting before their eyes. Now, another option is if you have an office, right? You can pray in your office. I don't actually have an office. I have a little corner that I work at, but I pray over that as well. Um, And like having a right attitude when it comes to doing work, um, you know, being um, efficient and productive and a good steward of the time and the business that God has given me. Those are all things that I love to pray for. Now, now that we've covered all of that, I want to give you my little secret tip that I use when it comes to praying over our home. Um, And I've actually given this tip to you before. I use scripture cards, prayer cards. I talked about that um, a couple episodes ago. 
um, I have a scripture card. So I talked about how I like to have a Bible with me so I can look up verses. Well, when you do this enough and you find yourself praying the same thing over and over again, I like to just have prayer cards. I have index cards with scriptures and prayers that I can just carry with me from room to room. It saves me time because I'm not trying to find the right verse to pray. I'm not not trying to remember what it was. I don't have to remember to take the Bible with me like from room to room. Um, So I like to have these um, cards made that I can just grab with me. Kitchen prayers. There it is. This kid's room. There it is. And also I have been known to um, tape a prayer card over um, the door. Um, If there's something that I'm really, really praying over a specific room, I will tape that boy bay up to the door. um, And it reminds me like every time I walk by there um, to stop and pray for a moment. So that is a tip that I want to share with you. Do some planning, do some prep work in the beginning. Don't use your phone because it's going to be too easy to get distracted and start like scrolling when you're supposed to be praying. Um, but yeah, get yourself some prayer cards um, for, you know, all the things that you want to pray about as you are going through your house. So I am curious. I want to know. Come on over into our group or shoot me an email and let me know if you grew up in a home where somebody was praying over your home or how you have included praying over your home into your life. I really, really want to hear from you. If you take my suggestions or follow these tips, let me know how it goes. Let me know what you're praying for so that I can join you in prayer. I hope you were blessed and encouraged by today's episode. I pray it inspires you to draw closer to God. If so, would you stop and share this episode with someone that you know that's feeling weary right now? It would also be a huge blessing to me if you could leave a five-star rating and review in your podcast player. This will help women just like you find the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. And remember, sometimes life just plain sucks, but God is always there with you. Rest in that truth and find hope for your weary soul.